It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Jets, your daily New York Jets podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Locked On Jets podcast. It is Thursday, April 4th, 2019. I'm your host, John B. from gangreennation.com. Great to have you with us, as always, as we... Talk about the New York Jets. It's Thursday, so we'll do our mailbag show. Uh, people sent in questions from the comment section of gangreennation.com. Also got a few emails, so why don't we jump on in? Now, on yesterday's show, I told you I had no information on the uniforms. The new uniforms for the Jets are officially going to be unveiled tonight. Now, on Wednesday morning, there was... Uh, picture circulated on a potential new uniform design which if you've been following these uniform things nothing new you know there have been potential new uniform pictures circulated for months now the difference was there are a few beat writers who are suggesting that this actually could these actually could be the uniforms um so this is a podcast. I can't show you them. This is a this is an audio show. This is not a visual show, but you can take the look. And we did get a question from a listener named Jason. Uh, John, I know you said no uniform questions. You don't have to put this in the podcast, but did you see the leaked uniform picture? Some say it's not real, but if it is, I actually like it. How embarrassing is it for the team if this is really a leak the day before the big reveal? All right, so th- thanks for your question, Jason. And yes, I know I said yesterday no uniform questions. That's, well, I didn't realize that there was going to be a leak couple hours after we posted the show so certainly we'll make an exception for you jason um how embarrassing i don't think it's embarrassing at all i i was thinking yesterday before the leak came out i was thinking i was really impressed that jets had gone all this time without it without it being like i think jets actually did a really good job kind of hiding hiding it i don't think it's embarrassing in the least for the jets i think the jets i'm I'm impressed that we got to the day before before it leaked so maybe it didn't we'll find out tonight we'll find out tonight whether it uh whether that's not that may not even be the real uniform. Jamal Adams says it's not the real uniform. Some of the writers say it is, so we'll find out. Um, so you, it may not even be the leaked uniform. Um, you know, you know, when we talk about uniforms, I can give you my opinion, but the thing is, like, this is like art. It's like music. This is not about. This is not like you know whether a guy is producing enough as a receiver. This is purely 100% subjective. There are no stats on this. This is really just what you like. You know, I, It's like, what's your favorite band? I can give you my favorite band. You can give me your favorite band. It doesn't make either of us right. So whether you like these uniforms or not, that's kind of up to you. It's your matter, matter of personal preference. I'll tell you the ultimate story is... Um, there, was a, there's always, there was this poll years ago of college football uniforms. And Penn State was voted the best uniform... And the worst uniform, because it's the most uh, plain uniform. Penn State had the most plain uniform, where it was just the numbers on it, no writing, no fancy, nothing fancy on it. So some people love the simplicity. Others people thought it was boring. As for me, I, when it comes to sports uniforms, I'm a simplicity guy. On my football uniforms, I just want the numbers. I want your team colors. That's all I want. I, I, I like the clean look. I like the classic look. I like, 
you know, and that's not just not just football uniforms. I'd say it's it's anything. I like I love the Yankee pinstripes with the interlocking. I like sim- simple uniforms. Now, one of the things about the Jets' current uniforms, or at least you know the current until tonight, that I really liked is not just the fact that they're relatively simple. It's the fact that they're linked to the Namath years. They're linked to the, the you know the Namath wore wore not the exact same uniform, but uniforms that looked like what the Jets were wearing up till this year. So I like that. And, you know, going back to my kid, I just remember my dad, like the most excited, one of the most exciting days was when uh, in 98, when, or I can't remember if it was, if it may have been like December 97, it was, it was before the night, it was before the 98 season. I just remember how happy my dad was when they went back to those uniforms. So maybe it's a memory from my childhood. So I'm not a big, look, I got to be honest with you. The, the uniforms that leaked yesterday are the uniform. I don't love them. I don't love the, 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 the sleeves. I don't love the the New York written across. I don't like I don't like it when when you have writing on the uniforms where you have the team name written. I just like the the numbers. So I don't like the bars, was it the stripes on the shoulder pads? I, I'm not a big fan. I definitely don't like the the. I think the I I'm not a big fan. There are three jerseys. There's the green, the uh, white, and the black jerseys. I really don't like them. The black jerseys to me were a monument to corporate greed. <laughs> that the Jets just want to sell these uniforms because no. The Jets are green and white. That's that's those are the team colors. So I don't know. I mean, I'm just not. A, you you may have a different opinion. That's fine. Like I mean, honestly, like this is just like this is purely subjective. So it's not like not like either of us are right or wrong. It's just a matter of what you like. And I think the the reaction from the fan base is probably going to reflect that. You'll probably see about equal numbers people really liking it, really disliking it. Because what we like in uniforms is different for every one of us. So you know, I don't want to. I don't want to tell you. I know I joke around about how I, I, I know on the, this thing over the last few months, over the last few years, I've joked around a lot about how well I'm right and how these you're wrong if you don't li- if you want to change uniform. It's not really the case though. Um, you know, if you enjoy, if you if you don't like the current uniforms, I mean, I can't tell you you're wrong if you like the new ones better. Next question, uh, listener named Jake. Hi, John. Question about a recent Rich Semini article. Uh, in it, he discusses how scouts are a little confused by the Jets signings. Crowder's a good slot receiver, a role Inunua already excels in. Mosley's a great inside linebacker, weak in coverage, just like Williamson. My question basically comes down to what are your thoughts on that aspect of the article? That the Jets went out and signed areas that were not needs and spent big, while leaving corner and center as rough as they were during the season. Thanks, and keep up the good work. Oh, and your also your voice is soothing. Well, thank you, Jake. I appreciate that. Um... I, I read the article, and that's essentially what it, this article said. Questioned like whether the pieces fit. Um, I mean, I I would disagree. I think Mosley's not Mosley's not great in coverage, but I don't think he's a weakness. I think he's I think he's probably better zone than he is man. He's got good instincts in zone. I don't think he's a liability in coverage. So you know, I'm not sure I agree with that. I think Crowder I've discussed over the last couple of days. Uh, so I think my my views on him are kind of clear. I think I like the signing because it doesn't preclude or at least it should not preclude you from drafting a guy who's really good in the third round if he's there it doesn't prevent you from playing a Nunua in the slot if you like the matchup but it now it allows you to move, get a little creative with the Nunua, move him around a little bit um so i mean there were some things i didn't love at the jets and free agency especially the area like i didn't love the areas that they targeted for the most part just because i felt like there were more pressing needs that could have been addressed i felt like there were better fits for the jets than what they got so that would be my criticism more than just the idea that the signings don't fit together. I, like, I think Mosley and Williamson will be f- very good together. I think Crowder is going to fit in. Like Crowder gives him another weapon. It's not Crowder. Crowder's not going to be a. Th- I don't think Crowder's a thousand yard receiver in this offense. But he's a guy who, 
let's look at what he, what he is. He's he's a guy. If he's your fifth best target, if he's your number five in the priority list, and your offensive targets in the passing game, that's pretty good. And that's what he is because because Robbie's going to be ahead of him, Quincy's going to be ahead of him, Herndon's going to be ahead of, ahead of him, Le'Veon Bell's going to be ahead of him. So he's your fifth target, and for a fifth target, he's not bad. And if you draft somebody, well, you, you can reduce his playing time. So, I mean, I don't have a big issue with the. Bit. I think you know there, my critiques would be more along the lines of what was not addressed with the priorities. You know, you go for a linebacker instead of some of the other spots. Um, that's really that would be more more my critique than it would be. I think that the pieces though they got fit fine. I think some of the pieces are going to be very good. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's great to have you with us on this Mailbag Thursday here on the Locked On Jets podcast. Our next question, if NFL teams can only draft local players who were born in the same state, which team would be the, which teams would be the best? Well, I think for the answer to that, you, you'd probably look back at which states have the best high school football talent because those are the players who, were, who grew up in those states. Um, you know, if you look at colleges you get guys from out of state so but you know you, you typically go to high school in the state you were born in um so you know i mean i think that the florida teams w- would be very good i think the florida the, you know the florida teams w- would be uh would be near the top of the line florida is always viewed as a great high school football state great state of developing talent um houston i'm sorry not houston uh texas texas is another state that's that's very well known so you know, doubt the the Cowboys and Texas would do well. In Florida, the the Dolphins, Jaguars, and uh, Bucks would do well. Uh, California was another state that's known for producing talent. So you're talking, you know, the California teams, the the Chargers, the Rams, the Raiders, the Forty Niners. Um, but you know, the team that that could be could, that could be really good would be Atlanta because Georgia has really become a powerhouse developing talent. Uh, so Georgia would be right near the top, and there's only one. There's only one team in Georgia, unlike these other states. So maybe the Falcons would be the team to beat. Um, Ohio's another good state, uh, so Browns and Bengals would be near the top. Uh, Saints would be pretty good. The question would be the Alabama players. Where do the players from Alabama? Do they go to the Falcons or do they go to the Saints? Because the Saints, the, you know, that, that Alabama's another good state. Um, so you know, I think those those would be the areas where you, where you'd see really good teams. Um, not that we're ever going to see that, but interesting question. Next question, name one young player on defense who you think has the best chance to step forward into a prominent starting role next season. Realistically, we need two or three to do it. Um, yeah, I, I probably would agree with that. So I'm guessing your player's already on the roster right now, so I can't use like a Josh Allen. Um, how about Derek Jones? How about Derek Jones? And there's going to be an opportunity because I don't think that the you know, I don't think those starting jobs are set in stone. Guy who played really well in preseason last year and then did not get much of a chance during the regular season, which was a little surprising considering you know, the Jets were a little banged up. They had some struggles at the, the corner position, got a little bit of a chance late season and still looked like he belonged, still looked pretty good. So 
maybe he's the guy. Uh, you know, that, I think that's probably where I, I'm trying to think of anybody else. I mean, Nathan Shepard could be a guy who makes a big, you could make a leap year two, you know, full off season program to kind of work on his craft. So he could be a guy, he's a guy you may look to, but how about Derek Jones? Yeah. I mean, I, I hesitate to say, you know, he's going to be good based on preseason last year. I mean, hesitate, I even hesitate to say the coaching staff made a mistake, not putting him in there. Cause I don't know that for a fact. And, I know last year's coaching staff was not that good, but nine times out of ten when I see a player who dominates preseason, can't get in, people are like, why can't he get in? Well, it's because the coaching staff is right, even bad coaching staff, because these guys see these players every day and they know what they're capable of. But it's possible. you know. He's got another year to develop. He's still he's a guy who was kind of a project when the Jets drafted him, so now we're entering year three. He's a guy who, if nothing else, kind of showed you a little something on uh, in year two, even if it was just preseason. He showed he belonged against backups so maybe he's a guy who can step up maybe he's a guy who can emerge i mean it would be a big help to the jets if he could dickerson too i mean at the corner position it changes this defense if you get those two those two young guys develop into quality players it just changes everything and that's i say this all the time i've been saying this for years what you need in the nfl is you need some late round guys to get show up and surprise you because this team's ceiling goes gets much higher if somehow those two guys turn into quality young players quality young starters this team's ceiling is, I mean, oh my god! You know, we can we'll talk, we're talking we're talking a, a dangerous team if Sam develops. So um, you know that's probably where I think that's probably where I would look. Um, I think I'll go Derek Jones. How about how about we go Derek Jones? Next question: If you could choose choose, what would your rules be for overtime in the NFL, and would it change for the playoffs? And I've talked about this a little bit. I, I you know I've come to this conclusion: it's not about sudden death it's not about both teams get the ball once just play it like a regular game put you know 10 minutes on the clock and just play a 10 minute period and whoever has more points at the end of 10 10 minutes wins the game and then for the playoffs i might change it for the playoffs let's let's make it two periods 15 minutes total two periods seven and a half minutes you switch sides at the end of seven and a half minutes how about that you know instead of this whole you know, turning into a field goal contest, both teams getting the ball, changing the strategy, you're playing for a field goal. Let's just make it a regular game. Let's just simulate the regular regular game situation. So regular season, we'll, give, we'll put 10 minutes on the, on the clock because you, know, you don't want the guys out there too long. Playoffs, you want a full quarter, a full quarter, full 15 minutes, and you allow teams to split, split the time going in each direction so nobody gets an advantage by having the wind. So, so that, I think that's, that's my proposal. That's the John B., overtime proposal for the NFL. That's that's what I'd like to see. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Our next question, what type of back would you look to draft a backup bell, a power back or another back with receiving ability? Well, I just want a good back. I mean, I think when you get to the draft, I'm not as concerned with your style of play as just how good you are. I'd rather have, you know, a, a great receiving back than a good power, than an okay power back, and vice versa. I'd rather have a great power back than an okay receiving back. So, I mean, I, I, 
I think you, you draft, you you try and find premium talent and then you figure out ways to make it work with them. Um, you know, most people would say they'd want to power back because that's what the Jets are lacking right now behind Bell. Right now you have McGuire, you have uh, Trenton Cannon. So those are guys who really profile as more receivers than, than as power runners. So I guess there's a, a bit of a need for power for power back, especially if you're trying to close out a game when, you, you know, you need to grind out some first downs in the four-minute offense and Bell's not available for some reason. I get that but in today's nfl i mean if you're asking me which of the two i'd rather have i generally speaking would rather have the receiving back because i just feel like today's nfl it's a passing league it's about this league where you create mismatches and the quality receiving backs are the guys who create mismatches in in this league so if you're asking me which of the uh, look i take either and again it's more about talent than it is you know style for me in the draft but if you're asking me which of the two i want which of the two would i prefer I'd probably go with the receiving back. I want the guy with the receiving skills who can create matchups. And then the other thing is that as a backup, there's nothing to prevent you from playing Bell and that guy on the field at the same time and then create some real matchup problems. So that's, um, I think that's where I'd go. Next question. um, Who's your pick to win the Stanley Cup? You can't pick Pittsburgh. Because I I like the Penguins. Um, Lemieux was my favorite player when I was a kid. You can't, I can't pick Pittsburgh. I mean, come on. Come on, man better question than that uh, but I mean, Tampa Bay has been the best it doesn't always work out this way I mean team that wins the president's trophy doesn't frequently win but I think you, you'd have to start with Tampa Bay as your favorite um, you know I think that I mean it bugs me last year I, I really felt oh, that series against Washington in the conference final I mean they should have won I felt like they should have won that series I felt like going in they were the better team so that bugs me but I, I think it's tough to pick against Tampa Bay the year they're having so that I guess that would be my, my first pick Next question, if you could bring back one Jets great from the past uh, to play the 2019 team, who would it be, keeping in mind the existing strengths and weaknesses of the team? Well, I don't know whether – this is definitely addressing a weakness, but even if the Jets were strong in this area, I'd probably go with this guy, Joe Klecko. I mean, Joe Klecko in today's NFL where you have coaches who are going to move him up and down the line, you take advantage of that skill set. I mean, first of all, it, it does fit a big need because that would be a premium pass rusher right there. And I'll tell you something. If we could just bring go get a time machine, bring back in his prime Joe Klecko, put him on this team, and then draft a Bosa or an Allen to go with it, along with Leonard Will. Oh, man, this team's got it. You want to talk about things that could transform this team. I mean, this could be – we could be talking about a Super Bowl next year if you had Joe Klecko and pair him with Josh Allen or, or Bosa and with Sam growing. Uh, so just – I mean – the way he would dominate today's I, today's NFL, where it's all about getting after the quarterback, where your coaches are more creative, they'll move guys up and down the line. I mean, this is a guy who got to play great at three positions in his career. So, I mean, that's Joe. It's Joe Klecko, no, no doubt about. It. I mean, as much as I can, as much as I want the center position addressed, Joe Klecko to me is the is the no brainer over Mawai or Mangold or you know any of the other great centers in the, of Jets past. That that's I think that's that's pretty much where I'd have to go. And our next question, uh, the Jets' uniforms went green when Sonny Werblin took over. What color would you choose if you were to start afresh? I say fuchsia. That, that was the question. I, I, John B., did not say fuchsia. I did not say. Um, well, you know, the teams, I think you'd have a lot of upset fans if you changed from green and white because the team's so established with those colors. But if I were starting, you know, if you're telling me I have to pick a new color, I'll tell you the greatest to me the greatest uniforms in football, and it's not even really close. Are the char are those powder blue uniforms with the Chargers? I mean, they just look so good. 
I love those uniforms. So those are, so I mean, I if you're ask, I I guess I would go with. I, I don't know how it would work. I mean, you'd have to change a lot of things, but I think if you're a football team, you cannot go wrong copying those powder blue uniforms with the Chargers. Those are just the coolest. I mean, I just I look again. I go back to this. It's is this is a purely subjective matter. This is not even. There's nothing objective like evaluating players is kind even though I, I mentioned earlier it's 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 kind of subject it's kind of subjective but it's, but there's some objective measures you can put in there you can talk about a guy's height you can talk about his the, his production his numbers all that stuff when you are talking about what uniform you want i mean it's just a matter of opinion with that said i mean i've never found anybody who thought that those chargers powder blue uniforms were anything other than really really cool so that's, I mean, that's where I'd go. I, that's, I think if you're asking me for, to pick the new color of the Jets greens out, then we're going powder blue. We're going, we're going to imitate, we're going to emulate the Chargers and uh, those cool uniforms. And hopefully the Jets will have some uniforms that I think are cool and that you think are cool. We'll find out about those tonight. Uh, that's all for our show today, though. This has been the Locked On Jets podcast. It's part of the Locked On Podcast Network. As always, if you enjoy this show, subscribe iTunes or Spotify and leave the show a good review in iTunes if you do enjoy it. Hope you have a great Thursday, everybody. Uh, by the next time we speak, the Jets will have some new uniforms. Take care. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.